Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. God is the great, awesome unknown. And even though you probably don't, didn't know it, you are an awesome unknown. And I was explaining to these wonderful ladies here in the front earlier that that's why a lot of people don't like to speak, because that great awesomeness, you can feel it. But anyway, I wrote, ooh, Worlds beyond death. Ooh. Wow. Something I should clear before I go on is uh, one of the reasons I couldn't do an hour was because I had a respiratory difficulty. And uh, it even worsened about one o'clock this morning. But from comfort from my family, my daughter telling me, gosh, Dad, you might even say something important. <laughs> I suppose stranger things have happened. But to which my wife added, which she's added many times before, besides that, you're so good at not just sitting there and keeping quiet. So how could I refuse? Well, actually, I'm going to change what was planned right up until 10 minutes ago. I'm going to bring something that I was going to bring in at the end, because I've been told it's very important. Uh, as most of you know, you have tremendous protection. You have uh, disincarnate, disincarnate, uh, soulmates that are helping you. If they're not in the world, they're helping you. I was discussed all that on the radio program also. Uh, loved ones, spirit guides, angels. It's, it's awesome, all the protection you have. Why? Why do you have it? You are a piece of divinity. You are not as you've been taught, 
some mortal mud ball that was created by some maniac and to be sent down to hell. You are divinity coming to school. That's all this is. Nothing else matters. This is school. And um, so with all these protections that you have, the, probably, I doubt very few will remember it, remember coming down from your divinity position to enter into the lower worlds. Um, but the first line of protectors that you met were at the soul plane. And they are called the Paramahansa. And very little has ever been written about them. In fact, I'm possibly the only one that's gone into any great depth about these Paramahansa. They prepared you like a parent prepared you to enter into these universes. Well, not just the physical, but the etheric, the causal, the astral. These are all lower vibrating worlds. The soul plane is the first one that's a God world. Even heaven, what you think of heaven, is still in the etheric. Well, the reason I mention this Paramahansa is because a strange thing happened two weeks ago on a Saturday morning. All of a sudden, I felt this strange, wonderful feeling overcome me. And I could see this conference. And I saw this shining being here at this conference to let me know the Paramahansa very seldom come into the physical world. There's no need for it. You have protection. So they don't come. But I was under the understanding there has been, there is right now a Paramahansa among us. They asked me, Are they, is he in a physical body? I, they could be in a physical body. I, I don't think so, though. But um, the only other place I've ever heard about the Paramahansa in any other writing was uh, where they mentioned them briefly, that they were the residents of the soul plane. Paramahansa means the beautiful people. And um, that was about it. They said nothing else is known of them. Now here, I took my memory, and I brought a great deal, a tremendous deal of information about the Paramahansa, everything about them that I could possibly conceivably, in fact, a couple of places in here. I'll go back and I'll mention the Paramahansa again. If you don't buy the book, that's fine. Borrow somebody's book. Read about the Paramahansa because they have given you a blessing. Not only those here, but everybody that's been to this conference, 
Paramahansa is fantastic. Maybe the entire building, maybe all of Fayetteville, I don't know. But anyway, that was going to be saved to the end. And I was made clear to me, let them know now. Okay. Now, <clears throat> like she mentions, I have pre-birth memory. I have a great deal of it. Not total, complete everything, but a great deal. Enough that I've been able to piece sections together. But unfortunately, like so many of you, I uh, came into a world where we were taught there are only three levels. There's either a controlled heaven, a highly controlled heaven, an earth, and eternal damnation. That's all there is. Well, uh, of course, I knew better. I knew that was foolishness. And it surprised me that such a thing was taught in something like religion. But it, I would talk against it. In fact, you'll read in here where I'm pretty much of a troublemaker. Even a minister and I get, get into it a little bit and I, I actually win the battle. But anyway, um, there was this sweetest little old lady, sweetest lady you'd ever want to know, and she confided in me that she had the utmost fear she was going to go to hell, eternal damnation. And I said, well, uh, well, there is no such thing, but why would you think you're going to hell? And she says, oh, I was young once. <laughs> Deciding not to probe that any further, <laughs> I explained esoteric science to her. There is an interlocking planes. Each plane gives life to the plane below it. And there isn't any hellish hell at the bottom of it. I mean, you know, eternal damnation. This is a, is a thing of love. And she still seemed a little upset. And I said, uh, well, why, why would you still be upset? And she said, because there's so many people that need to go to hell. <laughs> this sweet little old lady, you know. But you know, she's right. She's right, there's so many people that need to go to hell. Well, while there is no hell, beware, there is karma, and there is a physical universe to burn it off in, little God. It can be as heavenly or as hellish as you want to make it. Um, and like many of the other speakers, instead of trying to wait and give questions at the end because it's such a short thing. If you have any questions as we go along, even if it's not about what I'm directly talking about, I would like to be asked, you know, anything, uh, questions, comments. Uh, do any of you have pre-birth memory? You know, anything, is there anything any, right now at this point anybody would like to ask anything? Okay, well, if you do, just, uh, at any point, stop. Um, while our technology 
has gained in leaps and bounds because you can make money. You can go on and on and on. Our spiritual development has been heavily held down. Primitive. Extremely primitive. Under the heavy hand of all religions. I think Carol brought that up yesterday about her pyramids. They don't want advancement. Um, this is what we teach. This is what it's going to be. You're, not, you're going to stay inside the box. Well, one of the reasons, this book, I wanted to write it 300 years ago. I had every, when I left the astral, I wanted people to know the truth here. Of course, I wasn't allowed to. If I had of, I would have, it would have been a manuscript read by a few, and then I would have been killed. But, uh, so the time is ripe now. And you'll read in here where I've been told two or three different times by different spiritual masters. I'm here for the spiritual evolution. Not necessarily revolution, but spiritual evolution. Spirit is becoming more powerful now than ever before. People are gaining more knowledge. They're stepping outside the box. There's still so many. I mean, you can go from channel to channel to channel to channel, and they're all saying the same thing, and you're going to go to hell. And, but that's going to stop soon because people are starting to wake up. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Um, talking about uh, ministers and preachers, a few years back, Orlando had, I'm from Orlando, Orlando had a terrible hurricane, and one so-called spiritual leader. Now, I didn't hear it, but I was told so I'm just saying, I, this is second-hand knowledge, but I was told by several people that this uh, so-called spiritual leader had his observations of why Orlando had such a horrible hurricane. Evidently, it had nothing to do with weather, occurrence, ninos, ninas, or anything. It was because God was angry. And God was angry at Disney World because they had Gay Day. I swear that's what I, I was told. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, just before I left, I was received a letter. And uh, one of the reasons I brought it, and I'm even presenting it to you, is uh, because it evidently was supposed to, or when I got it just, before, just as I'm leaving. Right here, on the top, it said, God's Holy Spirit told us to send this to you. 
God's Holy Spirit talking to these important people about me. Maybe, maybe the Paramahansa is here, I don't know. And I'm feeling very well. I can imagine how somebody would feel getting a letter like this. God told us. I don't know if he phoned or whatever, but he told them. And then I can imagine how anybody receiving this is going to feel pretty elevated. You know, of course they're going to read it. They're going to do whatever it says. And then I look down here to the address, and it says, resident. <laughs> well... Maybe God doesn't know my name, but he knows where I live. <laughs> okay, well, this book brings us out of the Stone Age. It works on so many different levels. It starts with, like we're talking about, that you are little gods. Spiritual exercises to awaken pre-birth. There are... It's, when I talk about spiritual exercise, it's not just a spiritual exercise book. I mean, there are stories in here. There's adventures in here. You travel to the astral. This was written with the intent to make you aware, to help you remember things you've already seen. You've seen these worlds when you came down through them. And when you read it, chances are you're going to say, a lot of people, have said, uh, that sounds familiar. I've heard that someplace or seen that someplace, you know. And um, even if that doesn't, you find out what the, what the spiritual worlds are like. There are spiritual exercises that will help you open those memories. But it's not just the astral. Most books almost everything you find in the spiritual at this time, the highest they reach is the astral. We journey into the causal plane. We go into the etheric plane. And then we go into the soul plane, back to the Paramahansa. We learn about the governing forces on each plane. And possibly it explains also why uh, ancient times they believed there were many gods. Because each plane has its controlling factor, controlling vibration. And um, even time is different from one plane to the next. You'll find out about that too. Um, like I said, I've spent 45 years in esoteric studying, but everything I've written is based purely on my experiences, my pre-birth memories, and my pre-birth teachings. Um, we should always pay attention to what children say, even when they seem like they're in a fantasy. There's probably a little bit of truth in, in it, no matter how their imaginations may run. Um, I would talk about instructors, teachers, history, science to my parents. I'm four and five years old. 
Now, what gave me valid validity was I had never seen a television until I was seven or eight, eight. Never gone to the movies till I was eight. But I fully described a battle that still today baffles a lot of uh, historians. It was uh, before King David. Just before King David came into power, it was uh, King Shaul, which we call King Saul now. I died in that battle. By the way, uh, in the Bible, King Saul is the hero. No, he wasn't the hero. He was the bad guy. I was the good guy. <laughs> well, anyway, and I would talk and tell my father. My mother didn't really want to hear about, my, about how your death. When you're born, here's the strange thing. They say, well, if you've got a plan, what's the sense of living your life? Why don't you just already, right? It's all planned out. No, it's not all planned out. There are tools laid in your way, and you can go just as many different ways as you want. But a strange thing that's appeared to me is that when you enter into the physical world, there is a certain date you're going to leave. But it's not written in stone. It can be changed. And I was shown that... Uh, when I was born, I came in kicking and screaming. I didn't, I didn't want any part of it. I wanted to come earlier, but I didn't want to come when I was coming, you know. And uh, I told my father that I was going to die in a jungle on a hill when I was 19 in a battle. I explained all the circumstances to him. Now, this would have been the Vietnam War. Of course, I didn't die in the Vietnam War. It changed. In fact, my life plan has changed about four or five times now. Maybe I'll be around for two or three hundred years. Who knows? <laughs> but anyway, um, I'm up on a hill. I see it. You, you can see which, when you're going to die, when, you, when you're, you're shown. If, you can, if you're really curious, you know, you, you can be shown anything you want before you come. I'm on this hill, and there's been a vicious battle evidently between the Viet Cong, which again, I did not know the name Viet Cong. I just knew soldiers. And we were severely hurt. And we were ordered off the hill. Give them the hill. Get off the hill. That was the orders that came. And they were carrying the wounded down. And when, we, when I was off the hill, I'm looking for my good friend. He was a lieutenant. And we were just like spiritual brothers. And they couldn't find him. And I figured he was still there. And I went back up the hill, and I found him. But now it's too late. We could even see them closing in on us. And uh, he looks at me, and he says, I gave you an order. I ordered you off this hill. So we just obey orders, you know. But I looked at him and I, in this vision, which I would have done if I had lived it. I told him, I know, and I lay right by his side. I wasn't going to leave him. Well, this Viet Cong, the enemy, never reached us. The reason we were ordered off the hill was it was an airstrike, and we were killed by napalm bombs. And uh, so I explained to my father about I was going to die with a bomb filled with fire, and he didn't know what I was talking about. I talked about a lot of strange things. 
Um, I talked about uh, um, holes in space that suck and eat energy. There was nobody. Black holes hadn't even been the scientists, you know. And I told then, in fact, if any of you go on the internet for Dolores's internet there, um, the author's pen, you'll read about it, where I told him that, my mother and father, that all energy comes from the great unknown God. We don't know what God is, but it comes from him. And it comes down through all the universes, passes through the physical, and then goes back to him. And my mother said, how does it go back to him? And I said, I don't know. It seems to go into a lot of holes. Well, there, I had already described a black hole that they knew nothing about. And I've already, uh, it's now called the Hawkins Paradox. Uh, but they still don't know where the energy goes. Where is all this energy going? It's going into a pinpoint and then it's disappearing. It's vibration. It's changing to spiritual energy. It's being regenerated. It's like in a hot house. You open one window, it's not going to cool off until you open the second window. You've got to have something. You want something coming in? Creation's constant. It's got to have something going out. Um, well, as I said, there's um, basically... I think I've covered everything I was going to cover. Um, you, uh, at this point, is there anything anybody would like to know about pre-birth? Yes. The Big Bang. There is no Big Bang that I've ever been aware of. Even Jesus taught, you don't, you don't see it in common teaching, but even Jesus taught, the universe constantly oscillates, expands, and contracts. And I was discussing with someone the other day about a Big Bang, as a matter of fact, and uh, I explained to him, well, you couldn't have a Big Bang anyway because you'd have to have a space to have it in. And the universe is something. Even if it's empty space, it's something. You see? So the Big Bang, maybe I'm smarter than the scientists, who knows? But the, there is no, no. It's, it's uh, the universe constantly expanding and contracting. That's right. That's it exactly. And uh, our lives are pretty much like a fountain. Our life, our existence, uh, is coming in, it's going out, going back, and coming in again. Why do you feel that we needed the blessing today? Why do I feel you need the message today? The bless blessing. Well, why do I feel you need it? A good point. That's a very good point, because I had said but the Paramahansa very seldom come. And there's been many, many conferences, and not only here, I mean, throughout the world. But I, maybe they've gone to other ones, but I was aware of this one. And I figured that would be one of the questions, too. I meant to answer that. 
Um, the only thing I can answer is the only other thing written about the Paramahansa is little is known of them. And I went into great detail. And maybe that's why they came. Uh, and it's why uh, you, you receive blessings all the time. You didn't need the Paramahansa to come to give you a blessing. But I just thought it was important that you all knew that they were here. Uh, one other thing. So I'll give you two, as long as my daughter says, maybe I might say something important. That's one thing. Number two, everybody says, what's the meaning of life? What's the meaning of life? And in the book, I say, well, look to yourself for the meaning of life. You look to somebody else, you're going to get their interpretation. However, there is an overall meaning to life. And that is what I mentioned earlier. You are not, you are not mortals. You are divine sparks. You are so awesome. You are so incredible. You are the awesome unknown. You don't even know yourself. Look into a mirror. You're looking into eternity. You are awesome. And you're here for schooling. That's the meaning of life. So if you just remember that, it doesn't matter. You've got your ups, your downs, um, poverty, rich, poor. It doesn't matter. I've experienced uh, poverty, extreme poverty, when I was a child. Uh, it was all part of my training, I suppose. And I didn't know I was poverty-stricken. We, uh, my family were Yankees that went to the South. And uh, we weren't necessarily welcomed in those days that much. Uh, but things were hard. We went to actually Florida, which isn't popular like it is now. And uh, I remember in first grade one time, I hadn't had anything to eat that day. They didn't have free lunches or anything like that. Uh, Wicca or welfare or anything. And I hadn't eaten all day as a child. And I hadn't eaten yesterday. And chances are I wasn't going to eat tomorrow. But you know what? I lived. I survived. I even... Uh, <laughs> but don't let anything get you down. You think you have money problems? No. You are giving lessons. First of all, there's no punishments in this world either. Everything is either a reward or a lesson. Uh, it's time to go. Is there another question? Because we're coming to the time. Okay, but the name of the book is Worlds Beyond Death. And I think you'll really in, be interested in the account of how he remembers dying in the other life and insisting on having the memory and coming back into this life. Oh, yeah. And all the other levels. Mention, I, I will mention that because you evidently want me to. Uh, before you're born, your memories are erased. Uh, why? Uh, perhaps to get rid of any pains or sorrows or loved ones that you might have remembered. And I, I, but you're going to be reunited with him anyway. But uh, One of the reasons is suicide. Never, ever, ever commit suicide. That is, is the one, 
it is murder. You will not go back to where you think you're going. You will come back here immediately and you will repeat it. It will be even worse. Okay, but anyway, I'm in... Uh, it was like a hypnotic wheel, it seemed to be. Uh, it's the closest thing I can describe. Maybe that's where they got the thing for hypnosis for a hypnotic wheel. It might have been from that. And I can feel my memory going. And I'm trying to hold on to it with everything I can. And it keeps going. I keep trying to bring it back up. And it's going, no, this time I'm going to remember. I'm going to remember. No, no, you're not. No, you're not. Yeah, I'm going to remember. And I remembered one insignificant thing. Just before I left, one of the teachers there told me, if you base things on four, four will be a lucky number for you. And that's been pretty much, I was born in 44, I got four children, it goes on four. But anyway, at that point, that was all I could remember. That was it. I was losing everything. And I said, I hate four. I hate it. I hate it, I hate it. And no, 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 it's love, it's peace, you're going to be very happy. No, no, everything's going to be wonderful. No, no, I hate it, I hate it. And I came into the world hating the number four and fearing it. <laughs> and for no reason, that's another thing of subconscious. Uh, I would never in school sit in a fourth seat or in a fourth row, oh my God. I avoided four completely, I didn't know why. I asked my mother, I said, why is four a bad number? She said, I didn't know it was. <laughs> But anyway, with that, I started to remember more and more. It was an anchor. And uh, once you dig, dig in with an anchor, you can expand it more and more. And then it opened up. Oh, I, I know we haven't got enough time. I know you're all hungry, but I just want to tell you one more thing. Okay. Go ahead. You're not too hungry? Okay. Like Columbo, one more thing. One more Columbo. <laughs> one hour, she said. Uh, <laughs> No, we got to eat supper. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay. I, I, uh, when I was born, people say, you don't remember being born. I remember being born. And uh, does everybody? I don't know. I did. I was uh, living a comfortable, warm, nice, peaceful, ecstatic atmosphere, and I entered into a cold world. And I was hurt. The doctor hurt me bad. And I don't know exactly how birth, what they do or something, but something like clamps or something around the head marred my ears. And it was horrifying. And I was outside my body. And I see all these, what I took to be white ghosts. They're all dressed in white coats and white masks and white hats. And they were the most frightening thing. It scared me so bad. It was erased from my memory. Uh, three or four years later, I'm walking up some stone steps with my mother into a meat shop, and I trip over her foot, and I fall and cut my head. I still got it right here. And uh, I'm rushed to the hospital, and they give me ether, and I'm out of the body. And I'm seeing these same white ghosts standing around. And it was so frightening it woke, it merged with my previous fear. And then you talk about scaring my parents. I would tell everybody, I tripped over my mama's foot and then I was born. 
Well, anyway, as ridiculous as some things sound, uh, okay. pay attention to what children say because there's going to be something. And thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.